The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka with Kevin Charles here today and we are talking savings investments in your retirement as always here on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, we're a show about savings and investment and uh, our, our motto is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively and, and to convince people to put away more money for retirement and to build up wealth. And uh, we we just got a ton of stuff to talk about on the show today. Uh, it, it really, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Greece. Re- uh, Greece, I want to discuss what's happening in Greece. It really affects us on so many levels. And also I want to talk about, we've had a big jump in interest rates. What's going on with the, the, a huge move up in, in, in currencies. A lot of, acti- a whole, uh, recently a whole lot of activity that's really starting to, to, to happen out there and what's going on. We're going to be talking also about the the XM Bank. This is something that's going to be coming up here at the end of the June, a big battle with, with, with the Republicans. Some of the Republicans are, 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 are trying to get, get rid of some of this crony capitalism out there, and this is kind of the first really major battle at this. Right. And so so I wanted to first touch base with, uh, with Greece. Uh, to be watching that, Kevin? I've been seeing it in the news here, especially yesterday. It popped up in a lot of different articles online yesterday. Before we get jumped into that, I want to remind folks the phone number to call if you'd like to comment on something or have a question for Ted, 713-339-1070. The, uh, here, here's the deal with Greece. I mean, Greece, I, I think, is a bigger story than most people realize. And, and, and I'll tell you why. On, on so many levels, this is important. Greece has a tremendous amount of debt, and their debt levels are such that uh, they they really can't function. And and if you look at Greece, uh, Greece's problem is a couple things: the, the they have too much debt in the country. the uh, The Greeks aren't paying their taxes. If anybody in Greece, the only thing you want to grow up and do is work for the government because then you get big pensions. You can retire at 50 to 55 years old. It's a great deal. And uh, nobody works too hard over there. And and so the in addition to that is God help you if you want to start a business in Greece. Uh, if you want – I think someone – it took them – Five years just to start a company and put in a building to get the permits to get everything going, and so it's just a complete nightmare, and and it, it's it's failing on so many levels. This Greece is this is not the first time this has happened to anybody, and, and so it, what's been happening in Greece is is since two thousand and nine they've been they've been restructuring, they've coming up with bailouts, and, and the situation just keeps getting worse and worse in Greece. And it's really taken a turn for the worse in the last week. A, a, a couple big developments came up. Uh, in the last week, a lot of money has been pouring out of the Greek banks because people are now concerned that they're going to possibly default and, and possibly leave the euro. And, and so it, it culminated on Friday with almost $800 million leaving the Greek banks. And so really what you're getting is a run on the banks over there. In the last seven days, there's been $3.8 billion pulled from the Greek banks. And and so what's happening is the European Central Bank is having to inject money into the Greek banks to prevent them from collapsing and because people think they're going to default. And then on Friday... Greece shocked the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, and the European Union by saying, look, th- th- there was a, a $300 million payment due, and they said, look, we're not going to make this payment. We're going to bundle all our payments to the IMF and pay them at the end of the month. It, it, and so this really set everybody back, which they can legally do. But I think it, it opened people's eyes up to the severity of the problem in Greece. And 
And if, if you really sit down and look at Greece, Greece is a microcosm of every major city in the country, with the exception of maybe the Texas cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you, particularly the Chicago, New York, Baltimore, all, all these cities <clears throat> have big governments. They have huge public payrolls. They have gold-plated benef- <clears throat> benefits where people are retiring at 55 years old. They can't afford any of it. In a lot of these major cities, it's an, a nightmare to run a business with all the rules and regulations, all very similar to Greece. It, 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 and so as Greece goes, ultimately major cities in the United States go and the United States go with reckless government spending, massive benefits and entitlement programs, and and massive amounts of debt. And Greece is close to default. It, if you put me in charge of Greece— <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, what would you do if you were in charge of this? I, I tell you, look, I could turn Greece around and make them into a very powerful state if I'm the dictator. You have okay. to put me in charge. Complete control. We, complete control. <laughs> People pay their taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut back government spending. We reduce pensions. People they have to work till 60 to 65 years old. I make sure that it's easy for companies to go and open businesses over there. I make sure it's easy for them to acquire property. We've been trying to acquire property, transfer property in our family. We have some, full disclosure, some property in Greece that's been in the family for generations. And even though we have a, we've left there 80 years ago, but it's a nightmare to get it done. So what you do is you make it more of a city-state type of place where businesses want to come. Look, every executive on planet Earth wants to open a, a business, a plant in Greece so they can go visit the Greek Isles. When they're visiting, but they can't do it because it's such a nightmare. So they have to restructure. I'm not the only one. Michael Milken made this comment at the Milken Conference three, three or four years ago. And, but the problem is, is this is what happens when you just have government going crazy over there. And and and, and so this this it. So we want to watch Greeks closely because it could one day be the United States. And let's take a call from Anthony. Hello, Anthony. You had a question for us. Uh, yeah, Mr. Joker. I just want to. You're bringing in some. Fantastic points, uh, a little bit on the negative side of what's wrong with Greece. Financially, I can't solve those problems, but I want to tell you that there are some wonderful opportunities in Greece and tourism. This is the time to go. The cruises, uh, all the hotels and uh, the land packages, this is the time to go. And that helps Greece a little bit because that's the number one industry is tourism. They don't have much manufacturing that they could brag about. That's, unfortunately, uh, Germany that controls that aspect of it. Yes. But Greece has the wonderful sunshine, the summertime, and the tourism. Oh, it's spectacular I'll bring up that there. thing. And as far as proper... Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, Anthony, go ahead. Anthony? Yeah. I think he's I, listening on the radio, and it's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah. To turn that I think, I think we lost and, Anthony. But no, anyway. I think Anthony has a good point. Look, I, I was at Greece... About two years ago. It's a spectacular place to go right. take a vacation. And uh, actually, my kids were over there. They went to Greece for uh, the, they were graduation, and they went over there. They went to Europe and traveled around a little bit, kind of backpacking. And they finally called up and said, look, we're going to Greece. And they, I said, why? I said, well, we don't like these other places. They're horrible to us, and they're expensive. They went back to Greece and had a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. And so it's a spectacular place. And this is the important point about this whole thing is – is that Greece is a great place. It's mm-hmm. their system of government and stuff. Now, here's the thing. Look, this is not the first country this has happened to. It's happened to numerous countries in South America, Argentina. Uh, I just go on the list in Africa. Uh, this happened in Russia in 1998. Russia defaulted. And <clears throat> the IMF's own work on this issue, its own work on the issue, mm-hmm. said that what they need to do is restructure the debt in Greece and and put in and, and, and work to try to come up with a stimulus program and then redo the tax system and then it'll build up. They have a plan in place for that. Here's the problem. The rest of the Europeans don't want Greece to default because they're on the hook for a lot of the loans mm-hmm. and their banks are in trouble over there. And so what they've done is they've dragged Greece through the mud for the last six years. And, and and the Greek economy has slowed down worse than it did in the Great Depression because of it. And it's been an abject failure. You have to clear the debt. You, you have to restructure the debt so the Greeks can, can get there, start paying, can afford to pay their debts, can restructure their country and get it moving again. This is what the, I, the IMF's own internal economists have said on this issue. 
And this is very important. This shows what happens when you keep kicking the can down the road. What happens is, is the economy slows down. The debts never get solved and you get no growth. And that's what we're running into here. I was going to say, this this sounds like something that we could be on the road to here in America if we're not careful, if we're not making uh, plans now to look ahead into the future and say, not kick that can down the road, maybe take care of some of these debt problems and take care of some of these tax issues and things like that. Yeah, and that's why. And this, so this Greek deal is a big deal. Let's see. Well, we've got a call coming in from uh, Wolfgang. Hello, Wolfgang. Hello, this is Wolfgang. I have a question for you, sir. Semi-related okay. to the Greek topic that you're on. Mm-hmm. There's a radio spot promoting gold, and their pitch is the next time there's going to be a big bank bailout, forget the government. That's not going to happen. The word they use is Cyprus, that all of us bank depositors are going to have to cough up for what we have not been responsible in creating. I'd like to hear what you have to say about the potential of bank depositors paying for the next bailout, and I'll hang up and listen. Okay. Well, Ken, that's a, that's a good point. Here's a couple points on that. We like gold. I think the play on gold is going to be the currencies, the, the, in, in, in how it's going to happen is through currency uh, falls, which we're going to talk about later on the show. Look, here's the good news about the U.S. banks. The U.S. the United the one thing that that the government has done and the Federal Reserve has done is they've forced the banks to restructure and become much more. They reduced leverage at the banks. Our banking system is in much better shape than most other areas, than the Europeans, than the Chinese, and other places. So, it, 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 and I'm saying this as a person that predicted the failure of of Lehman Brothers. In uh, in the investment banks a year before it happened, so uh, so I, I think I've got some pretty good experience in this area. In, in but I think our banks are in much better shape. If there is another problem, likely what they could do is give some type of haircut. It won't be substantial, but I think our banks are really much better shape. Where, where I have real concerns in the United States is probably our stock markets and our bond markets, which are becoming unstable because of the Federal Reserve. So I, I I'm not viewing. Banks is just this massive risk out there. It, it's really becoming more debt it, it, where the government debt is going. Where you really have to worry about your wealth is going to be is remember if the economy slows down, all these governments out there are borrowing too much money. They can't afford to pay it back. Well, where are they going to look to get the money? They're mm-hmm. going to look at you and me, and, and that's the problem. It, that's the real danger, and this is why we have got to sit there and, and restructure uh, this country, it, we've 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 gone too far down. Uh, a uh, and I'm going to. There's a, a phenomenal article by Congressman uh, Jeb Henschelling, Chairman of the Financial Affairs Committee, which I'm going to be talking about in a later segment along those lines. But but so to answer the question, I've kind of digressed a little bit. Is really, I think our U.S. banks are in actually pretty good shape, and so I'm reasonably comfortable with them. All right. That's Ted Gioka with Max Out Savings Advisors. In case you wonder about the, the we that says this is what's about to happen, Max Out Savings Advisors, you can find it online at maxoutsavings.com. Make sure you spell out Max, M-A-X, uh, out, O-U-T, savings.com. It's very easy to find. And while you're there, you can also sign up for the newsletter that we put out. Uh, it's, a, it's just a monthly newsletter that comes directly to your email, right? Yes. And Full of full of good information. Yeah, we have a lot of good information. Look, look, you know, to, to that caller, about three years ago, when they had some big problems in Europe, we detected that a lot of the money market funds had 40% of their assets in European banks. And we talked about it in our newsletter and moved our clients into a tax-free money fund and a U.S. Treasury fund just to be on the safe side. So actually, we write a lot about a lot of this stuff in the reports. And if, if you sign up for the report, we, we'll kind of give you some heads up of what we think is happening out there. But yeah, our financial system, our banking system is, I think, in good shape. I, I, yeah. I really do. And uh, But yeah, go to the website and sign up for that free report because we put a lot of stuff in there. All right, and once again, the number to call if you have a question for Ted this afternoon or this morning, I guess it is still morning, 713-339-1070. We'd love to hear from you. We've got more still coming up in the next half hour or so. We're here till 11 o'clock. The, and some of the other things, so just to kind of summarize on Greek, Greece is a big problem. The question is, are they going to default and is this going to spread? This is coming to a head and is going to get solved in the next three weeks. People were shocked that the Greeks... Uh, put off the IMF payment. 
I think the best thing for Greece is is a is a, is a default. I think the, the I think the IMF comes in and restructures the country, and I think they'll be off to a good start. This should have been done five or six years ago. A, a lot of economists, including the IMF's own internal economists, have said this. And it's time that we start cleaning up some of the these problems around the world and quit kicking the can down the road. So watch Greece. Uh, this is something that that it's going to be interesting in. As Anthony said, it's it's a great place to go take a vacation. Mm-hmm. Actually, you can get a better deal now because that's when you get your good deals and things are cheaper. <laughs> there you go. So there's your little tip for the day from Ted Gioka with Max Out Savings Advisors. Uh, we've got a whole lot more program coming up. Uh, in fact, we're going to be talking interest rates next. Is this this is situation in Greece affect? Yeah, yes, it is, it, and, and I think I think it's affecting. It, it affected a lot of the currencies and stuff this week, and and this is something we're going to continue to talk about. And let me see here. So, uh, why don't we take a quick break? And we've got a couple calls coming in to seven one three 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 nine ten seventy, and uh, we'll be right back after this quick break. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. That's solid advice from Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors, and he shares it with you every Saturday when the Max Out Savings Show airs at 10 a.m. on AM 1070, The Answer. Ted's method calculates risk as well as return to actively manage your investments in today's changing markets. Max Out Savings Advisors uses a finely tuned value analysis strategy designed to manage and mitigate risk to prepare and escort you through retirement. Listen to the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka Saturdays at 10 a.m. on AM 1070, The Answer. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture, install, and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 10,010 Comanche Lane near Gessner and Hempstead Highway, or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. Hi, this is Sam Malone for Universal Home Experts. When your AC goes down, you want it fixed fast. Call Universal Home Experts today. They'll be there today. Call Universal Home Experts, 713-863-8564. The second you have a problem, they'll be there that day. All work, 100% guaranteed. Universal Home Experts, the AC company you call when you want it fixed today. Call 713-863-8564 online. UniversalHomeExperts.com. This radio station exists to fulfill your insatiable appetite for news and information. If it happens here or around the world and it matters to you, we'll be the first to tell you about it and what it means. But that's not all. Our sister station exists to give your life meaning and purpose through the teaching of the Holy Bible. AM 1070, The Answer, exists to tell you about the world. 100.7 The Word, KKHT, exists to change the world. Together, we can do it. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. If you have any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. And that's what Randy did. Hello, Randy, you there? Ted, how are you? Good, thank you. Ted, I was uh, looking at this fall in, in, uh, in, in bond prices and, uh, you know, corresponding rise in interest rates. And I was talking to Fidelity about it yesterday, and uh, quite frankly, their fixed income department doesn't know much of anything, and they couldn't help me. So I thought, well, Ted's on tomorrow. I better talk to him about this. Uh, I, I, I guess the, uh, it looked like the fall in uh, bond prices on Friday was a result of what the employment and what the uh, Fed might do, and, and also... Uh, uh, based on what they're doing over there in Greece, would that is this was that fall mitigated any by any kind of flight to quality from uh, Europe over there? And uh, and the third part I want to ask about: I've been looking at the currencies, like you said, and uh, uh, the dollar going up and down, and and how it's been kind of going uh, a little against the the Canadian dollar. And I was wondering because I own some Canadian banks, and it seemed like. They, they're, they're buying, they're, they're, their prices of the banks are kind of dovetailing this Canadian dollar. Can you help me with that? Yeah. Okay. That's it. You know, uh, Randy, these are great questions. And and uh, 
Look, I, I think I'm hoping the dollar. Uh, I'm, I'm actually not hoping. I, I'm looking at the Canadian dollar, and I think it, it, it's probably bottomed. It's moved down about fifteen percent to about eighty, and so I think you should have some type of of bottom in place on that. And and so uh, let me see on the. Let me actually look at see if I can pull the chart on this real quick. Canadian. Uh, yeah, looking at that USD CAD and. Uh, 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 that, that, that's what I've been watching. Now I'm even looking, in, uh, and I'm not trying to plug Fidelity, but that's where I look at this. And uh, and so you can see what the dollar's doing. Their chart's right above this one, and 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 that was why when they had that little that little fall, I mean that little rise in the Canadian dollar, I made a pretty good profit in my banks there. Yeah, look, I think that I my my gut feel on the Canadian dollar is it's it's probably near some type of bottom, but. Uh, but I, I think the dollar is in a very strong uptrend, and that, that's what's hurting you with all the, these currencies. I mean, right. you could see it go down a little bit more, but, but it has a lot of resistance in, in there. And so I don't, I'm not looking – I think the Canadian dollar is one of the stronger currencies out there. And so, but yeah, look, all these companies, they're going to mirror the, the currencies. And we're going to talk some more about this. We, the dollar has been extremely strong since about June of last year, uh, late June, uh, July of last year, right when oil started crumbling. Right, all I was going to say, right, right when oil prices began to, the bottom began to fall out of oil prices and dollar began to go up now. Uh, but there really hasn't been much effect on uh, gold either. It's still staying around the, in the 11, what? 50s, yeah, look, I time. I think gold's going to make a run in here somewhere. The, these currencies are becoming more vol- uh, really very volatile, and uh, this is some of the mo- biggest currency volatility we've seen since 1998. I, I don't think this thing is over with yet. Uh, going over to your uh, interest rate question, yeah, I mean that's a problem with fidelities. They kind of don't some it, it, they really don't want to tell you much because I'm not sure that how much they know. But uh, I don't think they know much of anything, quite frankly. They're- it went, they're very vague. I asked them about one of the one of the charts in, in particular. On it looked like that they had uh, they had these indexes and they were all falling. And then right next to them, they had a, a percent signs and things like that. And I'm trying to figure out if these are prices and they're falling. When you know, why would the percent signs be there? But they couldn't tell me that. So uh, <laughs> that's why I say I better talk to you about this. But the the, the actual the, the the actual fall in the treasury prices is this is this going to be uh, because they think that the Federal Reserve is, is getting ready to raise their rate. Yeah, look, I, I, this is an interesting point. I mean, I, I tell you what, I've been uh, looking at some of these these uh, the interest rates and in, uh, here recently, and interest rates have been moving up. In and if you look at it, it it's continued uh, to, in the last week. It's really kind of accelerated up, and 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 I think. Uh, what you're seeing is actually, I'm trying to as I'm talking, I'm pulling up a chart on this. Yeah, well, look. actually, the rates the rates out longer the ten year and out to the the the, the thirty year have uh, come up quite a bit. Now, here here's the number since January since the end of January, the the thirty year has gone from two and a quarter percent to three point one percent. Right. Uh, and I, I and I did some work this morning on this. That's eighty six basis points. That's a thirty eight percent move. That's huge. It's huge. The, huge. The, the ten year has gone from one sixty eight to two point. Point four percent. That's forty-two percent move, and it's not just here. This last week, the European, the the German bond rate for the ten-year uh, German bond doubled in in yield from point four eight to one percent. It backed down to about point eight four percent. Look, something's clearly going on out there, and I think what's happening is is I, I think people are starting to to sense that it, that. Interest rates are going to go up. I, I think that the, the the central banks around the world have probably pushed interest rates too low. I'm not looking from the jump up to the three, four, five percent level, but I, I think that you're seeing a normalization of rates. Right. Well, if, if they do come up some, uh, is this going to be a disaster, or will it, or will it just be something that just just normally we can ride it out? Uh I think it. I think it's going to be. I think this is the start of a long term. Bear market in bonds. Well, let me. I think a better way to put this is the the bull market in bonds is over now. After ha, which simply means that interest rates over the next 10, 10 20 years are going to go up. Now, I think the rates are going to continue to go up until there's some type of either crisis or a substantial sell off in the stock market. 
I think that's probably what you're looking at. And and then I think they'll come back down some near term. And then when you have to be careful is is later in the year into next year, if there's some type of crisis or anything in the, in, in some of these central banks start to panic, you could see big jumps up in interest rates. And so that's why on the longer end. Uh, okay. Well, Ted, I'm, I'm retired and so should – and I invest mostly in, in the corporate. Should I stay – in, in my, my bond ladder, is it a five- or six-year bond ladder? Is that going to be okay? Yeah, I think it should be okay. I wouldn't go much longer than that. Uh, we, the longest stuff we probably have out there now is like a – I think it's a three- to seven-year uh, IEI, which is a treasury ETF, because I think if something pops up or if the market has a big fall – the rates are going to fall back down, and people are going to run to treasuries. Right. Well, I don't, see, I don't, I don't, I don't really trade the bonds. I, I hold them to maturity just because yes. I'm retired. So these fluctuations in prices uh, don't bother me too much. Of course, we've got your short term. You, your bonds are shorter term, Randy. Right. Well, if I suddenly got in, we got in a big recession, I started having a lot of defaults. That would, that, that's what would really kill me. Yeah. Look, right. here, a couple, couple uh, bits of information. A number of very smart people out there I know are really concerned about the high-yield market. I'd be careful there. Uh, well, no, no, I'm not in there. I stay down in, in the corporates. And, and, and anything anything above BBB. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll go down to double B if I know the company. Okay, well, mighty fine, Ted. Thanks a lot. Good talking to you again. Th- hey, thanks for calling, Randy. And the final thing I'll give you on the bond market is, uh, look, I think I think – you're seeing a normalization of rates in here, and this this is pushing up. The economy is getting a little bit better, but really not to justify the jump up in rates. I, I think that you're seeing a normalization. I think the central banks are under tremendous amounts of pressure because people think they've artificially pushed rates down too much, and it's causing dislocations around the world. Uh, if you would like to give us a call, it's uh, the number to call is 713-339-1070, and you can get on the program with Ted Gioka if you've got a question about uh, maybe interest rates, bond rates, or maybe the question that I have. You mentioned the word basis point in, in your conversation there. Yeah, Explain that's a what good exactly point. I'm going to do a quick tutorial on bonds. Okay. Uh, uh, interest rates move on a basis point, and there's 100 basis points in a percent. So if it goes up 10 basis points from 1%, it's 1.1%. And it, it, it's it's a jargon that people in the business, like myself, we tend to look at basis points. And we watched the Treasury, and, and, and the, Randy's recent call was really good because he was talking about the 10-year Treasury and the 30-year Treasury, which is what we watch. Everybody watches the Treasury market in all interest rates, including your home loan and auto loan and everything else, are set as – a certain percentage over or number of basis points over the treasury market. So if the if if the if the if the ten year is at uh, it's it today's at two point four percent, then they, they adjust the bond, they adjust mortgage rates up, they adjust different types of ten year uh, bonds up based on what the treasury market's doing. So that's kind of the benchmark everybody watches to do things. And and why this is important is because this jump up in interest rates, we've had an 86%, 86 basis point in in treasuries, which is almost, it's it's 0.86%, which means that you're, if you want to go buy a home, it's going to cost you 0.86% more. So if you had a 3% loan, it's now 3.86%, mm-hmm. or 4%, it's now 4.86%. It's, so this is slowing down home prices. Now, and what Randy was talking about was, is he's, he said he's shorter term. He's worried about if rates go up for his bonds. If if interest rates go up, if rates go up, your bond value goes down, or your bond mutual fund will drop in value. So if rates are go, when people are saying rates are going up, that means the value of your bond portfolio is dropping. And this is why we've talked so much uh, on the Max Out Savings Show about have short term bonds a short-term portfolio because rates are going up. We've seen the rates peaked in 19, I want to say 1982, something like that. We were buying bonds at yielding close to 12% treasuries. And now now a 10-year treasury is at 2.4%. And so this has been a huge decline. So the bond yields around the world are near record lows. What, what do you, I guess, define for me what the short-term versus the long-term bonds are? Okay, we view anything less than about four or five years as short term. Okay, and anything longer. Okay, th- that's it. it the lo- okay, if you have a five-year bond and interest rates go up, it'll go down a little bit. If you have 
a 30-year bond and interest rates go up, it's going to go down quite a bit. And so, and so in order to have a more stable portfolio, you have shorter-term bonds. Makes perfect sense now uh, that you explain it. Yeah, and so that that's something to think about. And if you have any phone uh, questions, uh, what's that number, Kevin? It is 713-339-1070. Also want to remind you, if you hear something here and you want to ask more questions, maybe talk to Ted personally, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, and uh, you can arrange for an appointment to uh, meet up with Ted and maybe a phone call or maybe an in-person meeting so that you can uh, you can you know explain these things in person a little yeah, bit Yeah, our, our main business is really managing IRA rollovers, uh, retirement funds, using our value investing approach to the stock and bond markets. We're, so I'll sit down with you, go over your oh, go over your financial situation. We'll take a look at how you're set for retirement, then we'll show you we, how you, we manage the money. Uh, so that that's something that we really we, we do quite a bit of. Uh, so you can go to the website, just right. maxoutsavings.com to sign up for that. Uh, the other thing is, we were just talking about the Canadian dollar. In in, it's not the Canadian dollar has gone since July of last year. And this is something that p- the people should understand is, starting about July of last year, in Houston, we're real familiar with that was when oil was about one hundred and five dollars a barrel. Right. It, and so what we have is, is that that was is a result. Oil has since dropped to fifty to forty something. It's back up around fifty eight dollars right now. But it wasn't just oil that dropped. The dollar started going up, and the euro dropped, the yen dropped, the Brazilian real dropped, the the Canadian dollar dropped. All these currencies dropped, and we've had one of the biggest moves out there. And I wanted to give you some numbers so you understand what we're talking about here. Okay. The Euro the European currency is the euro, mm-hmm. and the euro has gone down about eighteen percent since July of last year. That's a huge drop. It, the Brazilian real about twenty three percent drop. The the the, uh, the Japanese yen has dropped about twenty percent. And the the, uh, the we talked earlier about the Canadian pay, the dollar uh, about fifteen percent decline. These are big drops. The uh, Mexican peso is has uh, gone down nineteen percent. And so th- what this means is. Is that inter is that these currencies are cheaper? So, if say for instance, if you want to go to Europe and go to Greece, well, you can go over there now, and and your your money will go about fifteen to eighteen percent more. Right. So you you're getting more bang for your buck this way if you because those currencies are down right now, you can actually trade your U.S. dollars for more of those euros. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly right. So okay. your vacation will go farther farther in Greece, right? Because it's cheaper over there, right? So, uh, so that's something to think about in, when you're doing stuff. Is is that that now's a good time to be going overseas because your money's going a lot right. further right now. Now, why this is kind of important is, uh, oh, okay, is to sit there is that look why this is some of the biggest currency volatility since 1998. In 1998, we had Thailand get into currency problems. And then about nine months to a year later, Russia got into problems and Russia defaulted. And we're kind of in the same type of thing. And so what we've seen is a massive currency move. Now, this is great for going on vacation over to Europe, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, this is a good deal. My hotel's 15% cheaper. It's not such a good deal if I'm Caterpillar and I'm having to sell equipment over there because I'm getting – I have to raise my prices 15 percent, which means the Chinese or the Japanese can compete against me. And that, Or if I'm Coca-Cola, that means I just got 15 percent less money coming in from Europe. So this is why corporate profits are falling right now because – because the currencies around the world have have gone down and they're making less money. Mm-hmm. And this is why I think we have to pay some real close attention to what's happening because this is a pretty big deal. Now, if you got a question or comment, we're coming up on a break. Uh, give us a call at 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. 
This is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. We've seen a lot of volatility in the financial markets recently. Do you have a plan in place to protect your retirement? Max Out Savings can lead you through these troubling times so you can enjoy your retirement. Retirement should be a time to follow your dreams, not to worry about your investments. Let Max Out Savings be your retirement partner. Set up an appointment with us at maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. Or call us at 713-627-0400. That's 713-627-0400. Dentist office, may I help you? Hi, I'd like to cancel my teeth whitening appointment. Oh, may I ask why? I found a teeth whitener that works in five minutes that I can do from home. Can I ask what it is? It's called Power Swabs, and it whitens your teeth in five minutes, doesn't leave my teeth feeling sensitive, and it's a lot less expensive than visiting the dentist. Hi, I'm John Greenhut, the CEO of Power Swabs. And if you want to whiten your teeth two shades in five minutes and six shades in seven days, then try Power Swabs. There's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth and you're done. It removes stains on natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. Try Power Swabs risk-free by calling 1-800-210-6778. That's 1-800-210-6778. I guarantee your friends and co-workers will be wowed by your new white smile. Try it risk-free and get free shipping and handling today. Dial 1-800-210-6778. That's 1-800-210-6778. 6778. Dennis Prager believes leftism is strictly driven by agendas. I do believe that the heart of the left is a mean heart. There are very kind people with left-wing ideas. I want to make that clear. But leftism is heartless. It's rooted in the heart in that it's rooted in feelings. But it doesn't cry for the true victims. It cries for agendas. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon, right before Michael Medved at 2 on AM 1070. The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Kevin, what's that number people can reach us at? Well, we've had a, quite a few calls today at 713-339-1070. If you'd like to get in on the show, we've got another 18, 20 minutes or so. It'd be a good time to pick up the phone and call us now. Maybe you've got a question about something we've already talked about, like the interest rate situation or something that we're about to talk about, the XM Bank. And I've got to figure out exactly what that is here in just a moment. It's not... It's not what I thought it was. Yes. No, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> but first, I, I wanted to kind of exp- further expand upon, we've been talking about interest rates are really moving up. In, and, and what that's, uh, you know, this is something everyone's worried about. And these are the longer term rates. We talked about the 30-year bond has gone up uh, 86 basis points since, since uh, the beginning of February. Uh, the, the 10-year U.S. bond has gone up uh, uh, about 42%. It, it, it's gone up about 70 uh What's at about 72 basis points, which is a lot. That's a 42% move. So longer-term rates are starting to move up. Now, here's the other interesting thing is the Fed has been really clear that they're going to raise the shorter-term interest rates. And right now they have it at zero. A zero short-term Fed funds basically is a financial emergency interest rate. And look, this has been a big thing this year is that we've gone on for six years with the Federal Reserve having rates too low. And we've been saying for over two years now that rates are too low and the Fed's got to raise rates. You can't have an emergency financial policy in place six years after a a recovery, which has been marginal at best. And, And a lot of very powerful people in the investment management business, in the business community, in, in Congress, are really upset that the Federal Reserve is, is is engaged in this policy because they feel like that they're manipulating asset prices and short-circuiting the free market, which is a really big deal, by the way. And, and so and, – and it's not just me saying this. It's 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 senior people around the country that are, that are top money managers, uh, top business people. And, you know, the comment is, is look – after six years after a financial crisis, you shouldn't have emergency Fed policy put in place, which they have. And so they're, they're being very adamant that they're going to have to raise rates. And so I think that I think that's kind of what we're seeing. And, and so people are starting to anticipate this and rates are going up. And as we talked about, when rates go up, bond yields go down. Something I, I want to touch on, 
I've looked at some of the bond, particularly some of the closed-in bond funds. We, we've done well in the past on some of those things, and we'd like to come back in, but they haven't really dropped yet. We've not really seen the type of drops. Yeah, the, 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 this thing is, is still reasonably – well, I think there's more to go on this rate increase in here, and I think it's going to go up until the market has a big sell-off or there's some type of crisis somewhere. Yeah, and so this is something that that we want to continue to watch. And you know, the the the, the areas I'd be particularly worried about would, would be the high high yield sector. So, what would Max Out Savings recommend then to folks do, if with that in mind? For for our clients right now, we have a lot of cash and we have shorter term bond okay. funds, uh, and, and we have stocks too. But but we're very cautious right now. Look, we we're just talking about the massive move in currencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we the the volatility in currencies has gone back to 1998. It, it, we, we're just also we we're talking about the big moves up. The, the at one point last week, the German ten-year yield doubled in one week. That's extraordinary. Now, in, in fairness, it was at a half a percent and it went up to one percent. But uh, but these are big moves and these are warning signs out there. And 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 the the economy has been slowing down. We had a good jobs number, but if you look at it, it was a tremendous number of young entrepreneurs starting their own company because they can't find a decent job. And so this has been a very subpar recovery. And so you have rates are starting to go up. You have a lot of currency volatility. This is I I think I think it, you really have to start worrying about the stock market. It's starting to crumble, and it seems to be breaking down. The transports have broken down. The utilities are really starting to break down. The, the market's holding up. It's broken underneath the 50-day moving average, and we're watching it closely. But this is – I think you want to be cautious in this market now. That's that's what we're advising people. I think you want to be very cautious uh, because we said when this thing starts moving one direction, you're not going to have a lot of time. And so this is something that, that we're looking at uh, – I think this is going to open up big opportunities, which is what we've been waiting for, to lock in really good rates of return, which is really the key to investing. And, and the, the problem in the world today is is the Fed pushed rates down so low that you couldn't get the good returns that, that justified the risk. And so our philosophy is we're just going to wait it out. And now we're starting to see that. And I think you're going to see some later this year some extremely good opportunities. And that's where you, you want to be ready for those opportunities because if, if you're all in the market and the market has a big sell-off, well, the opportunities are great, but you, you're going to have to sell something at a loss. Again, to remind you of the number to call if you have a question or a comment, 713-339-1070. We're talking savings and uh, how to uh, save aggressively. And uh, what was it? Conserve, invest, save aggressively, there, invest, invest conservatively. I've got to get it to brain, up wealth. That's one of yeah. those things you got to train your brain to think yes. that way. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and, and I tell you that uh, that's the key to building up the wealth is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Now, I want to touch base on the uh, the XM Bank, something we've been talking about here recently. Export Import Bank, and, and there's a, a phenomenally good uh, op-ed by uh, Congressman Jeb Henschling uh, out of the. Uh, Dallas uh, area and and this is this is a uh, a government agency that that will will guarantee credit for exports and it sounds like a really good idea and the problem that that's happened is is the majority of the money is going to lending to for airline airplanes uh, foreign countries carriers like the Arab countries are using that to build up their national carriers. And, and if they fail, the American taxpayers are going to be on the hook. In addition, the uh, it, what the government is doing is they're sneaking in and putting a green agenda uh, on into the XM. So anytime they look at a project, they need to see if it's going to be environmentally sensitive. So what's happening is the government's putting their progressive agenda into the import-export bank in the XM Export Import Bank. And, and so this is this is the real problem here. And and I felt like the the Congressman Henschling made a really good point. He he said, look, the shrinking of the free market economy and the rise of the progressive welfare state and this is what the the uh the XM bank has become. And it's becoming a a problem. And and now that they put this green agenda or a green energy quota into the bank they're not going to be lending for oil company stuff. They're going to be instead lending for another Solorindra. And, and Congressman Henschling makes a brilliant statement at the end of this. And this, you know, this is all about crony capitalism it, that you hear people talking about. He goes, 
how can uh, how can we earn the moral authority to reform the welfare state unless we first reform the corporate welfare state? Now, this is a big deal. This the the XM Bank is expiring. Its charge is expiring June thirtieth. And if they can stop it, it's going to go away. And so the big battle is going to be, can we get enough Republicans on board? Because this is corporate cronyism to get rid of it. And so we can we, we take the tough decisions on corporate welfare because we're going to have to make some pretty tough decisions on welfare for the people. And we can't sit there and and, and hurt them while, while basically bankrolling rich corporations. Right. And – now, you say this is coming up for, I guess, a vote to continue funding? They, yeah, the they're going to try to continue to fund, so they're going to try to defeat it. And if it gets defeated, what happens then? Is there a private it goes sector? Away. The, a, the pri- good, good point, Kevin. The private sector can do most of this lending. Okay. And what, what we're saying is, is in the world today, the financial system is developed to such a point that it can finance these overseas deals. We don't need the government. When this thing was started years ago, it was hard to get any financing for overseas deals. Now, yeah, the financial system is global. Right. And so this is really 80% of the business is basically Boeing and financing jets for you know third world countries to build uh, airlines that compete, quite frankly, against our airlines. So it's kind of like a defeating the purpose is what you're saying is it's not helping do the things that it needs to be doing for the companies that need the help. Yes, that's correct. Exactly what you're saying. Now, okay. yeah, this is a big story and something we want to watch. Uh, give us a call if you've got any questions. What's that number, Kevin? It's uh, 713-339-1070 if you have a question or comment, and I believe we do have one on the line as we speak. Brian, you had a question for us. Uh, yeah, it's a little off topic. I, uh, oh, that's fine. but I wanted to get in before the show wrapped up. I lost both of my parents in the last year and, uh, was surprised to find uh, how deep their assets were. And in the last years of their lives, uh, they liquidated pretty much everything and we've ended up with uh, quite a bit of cash. I mean, the six figures and the first figure is not a one. And I've, I, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start with this. I don't know what the tax implications are. And, you know, I, I guess I've sort of been catapulted into an area where I might, can, you know, be actually looking at, at protecting this asset for their grandchildren and things like that. So how, how do I get started? What do I do? It's an unusual situation. I've never faced it. I never thought I would be in it. So what do I, where do I start? Sorry to hear about the loss for, for your parents there. Uh, you know, that's a very difficult time. And here's a couple things is is the first thing you want to do is sort of take stock of everything, it, 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 which it sounds like you've done. And and then what you want to do is is to – you look at – you get with an estate person that can help you settle it. Typically an estate under $5 million per person, it's I think 5.3 now, uh, Over so between two people it's $10 million. So most people don't have to pay the estate taxes. But but you want to make sure that it's all taken care of correctly. So you want to get with it with a good estate lawyer to ensure that it's done properly, and uh, and then what you want to do is is conservatively manage the money. And the first thing you do is you take a look at, at things and make see if there's anything that just has to be liquidated out quickly for whatever reason, or it's too risky, or if if it's an illiquid asset and you're going to have to divide it up, it could take a, you know a year or more to do that, and so you have to start that process there. So you you, you try to deal with, with with the bigger issues first, and then what you want to do is is you really want to find someone like of course us or any an, an advisor to help you manage the the assets you want to basically particularly with uh with the state money you want to be very conservative with it uh it because you're managing it for several generations in the future and and that's one of the keys so you want to conservatively manage this money with a long-term horizon well we they uh, it's almost all cash we've settled all their debts which were modest they sold their home during while they were still alive so um okay well i'm, I'm pleased to know that's something you can help with because uh you know, we're not completely lost, but we we want to make smart moves and, and, you know, make sure there's stuff there for the grandchildren and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we can help you out. Uh, give us a call at the office during the week at uh, 713-627-0400. I'll, I'll set up an appointment. We can kind of show you what we do and how we do it. What part of the city are you in? We're, we're over uh, in the Galleria area, in the Slumberger building off of San Felipe. Perfect, perfect. Thanks, Ted. Okay, thank you.
That's an interesting call, yeah, because yeah. that, that we see a lot of that type of stuff, and we 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 do a lot of uh, estate work helping people out with this, and it's a complicated thing, and it's a very very trying time. And if you're facing a situation like that, and Brian was, uh, you can go to the website if nothing else, and find out uh, how to get a hold of you during the week. Again, it's maxoutsavings.com. While you're there, sign up for the free newsletter. Yeah. Well, by the way, that reminds what one of the thing I wanted to touch base on is. Uh, I was going to talk about the importance of, of of paying off whether you should pay off your house. In that that case, it sounded like it was paid off. And uh, but typically, coming into retirement, you want to try to get your house paid off. And 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 if it's not paid off, you want to start putting away money ahead of time, or you want to refinance your house to ensure that that it comes in so it's paid off around the retirement. It doesn't have to be you know day one of retirement, but within a year or two of retirement. So, and the reason you do that is if you can get your house payment paid off and a house paid, all you have to worry about is your taxes, which at 65, it, it, it it's, it's frozen in, in uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. It, your property taxes are. Mm-hmm. And, and then you have your property taxes and your insurance and, and your expenses. So you, you, your, your housing cost itself is is paid for and is frozen for the next 20 or 30 years. And that's a very important thing. And, and so we get a lot of questions about this. Is So it's better off coming up retirement to to pay off that house. If you're, if you're in your 50s, refinance, and you, you have a 30-year note, refinance to a 15-year, get it down to where you can get it paid off so around the time you're retired because you don't want to be making house payments into your 70s. No, you don't. Yeah, I don't want to be making them the rest of my fifties. I'm yeah, sorry. Well, <laughs> and, and I tell you what, you know, a thousand dollar a month house payment, that, yeah. which isn't that much, that's twelve thousand dollars a year. You know that that works out to be you, you need a probably three hundred thousand dollars in 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 income in assets to make those payments. Mm-hmm. So if you can get it paid off, that gives you a, a theoretical three hundred thousand dollars more in retirement savings. And you can go to Greece. And you can go to Greece and enjoy <laughs> life. But uh, so a couple things uh, we're coming up in the end of the show. Uh, again, a lot of volatility we we're talking about in the bond markets this week and, and in the currency markets. A, a lot of chop going on in the market. Starting to we think it's going to affect come over to the stock market next and that's what we're looking for uh, i don't think this move in interest rates is up i think it can kind of continues until some crisis breaks out or the stock market has a sub- substantial sell-off so so this is something we want to see but rates are moving up and this is why when you ref- re- when you have to refinance your house or you're buying a new house your mortgage is a uh, costs have been jumping up over the last couple of weeks. This is kind of a big deal for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So want to be cautious in here. That's it. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to the Max Out Savings Show. Kevin, appreciate it. No problem. Once again, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, and sign up for the newsletter and all the other information. That's yeah, there. we're writing another newsletter right now. We, I'm writing about the idea that everyone's looking for a black swan for the economy to cause the market to fall apart. And I point out maybe it isn't a black swan. Maybe it's just the white swans dying off or the economy slows and that could really have a big effect. This is something a lot of people aren't look, looking out for now. We try to really look into the future in that report. So if you need help, go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you next week right here in the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer.